Welcome back to Know Yourself to Grow Yourself. I'm your host, Christina Morales. I want to start this episode off asking a couple questions to just kind of plant a seed as I move through this topic. This is all about anxiety. So if you're somebody who you feel like you suffer from a lot of anxiety, this episode is definitely for you. Do you feel like you are a part of creating your own anxiety? Do you feel like the thoughts in your mind and the actions that you get, like the behaviors you're engaging in are creating your own anxiety? That's my first question. My second question is when you go on a vacation Do you truly enjoy it or do you experience a lot of anxiety? The reason I'm asking these questions is because I am somebody who I was diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder and I feel like I've overcome that diagnosis. I no longer experience generalized anxiety. It's honestly very rare that I experience it and it's not because I'm taking medication for it. I've learned the tools that I need to overcome the anxiety. It's a daily practice for me and the behaviors that I engage in. And at the end of the day, I needed to make changes in my life. I had to change the patterns of behaviors that I was engaging in in order to decrease the level of anxiety that I once had. And the reason I asked the question about the vacation because I've really been reflecting on this this last week. I I was just on a vacation. As you guys know, um, my last episode, I was in the mountains. And it was literally the best vacation I've ever gone on. Not because I went and traveled to this like super amazing place. Although I think the mountains are amazing. But like I go to the mountains all the time. It was nothing, you know, really different. It was about my own mindset. Because I'm going to tell you what vacation used to look like for me was that I enjoyed probably the first two days, maybe three, and then my anxiety would kick in because I was out of my routine. I was worrying about things that I needed to get done when I get back. And I was like obsessing constantly over planning the perfect vacation. And when things didn't go as planned on the vacation, it would like ruin that time for me. And that's not what vacation supposed to be, right? Like we're supposed to be able to go and check out. And the beauty of vacation is the time doesn't matter for the most part, unless you're, you know, planning some sort of, um, you know, excursion that you're going on with the group of people you're with. Of course, there's going to be some time constraints. But for the most part, you want to be on vacation and not have to worry about what's coming next. Just be in the present moment. And that is harder to achieve than most people realize. And I think that most of the world goes on vacation with that mentality. But then once they're in it, and, and you know, maybe I'm speaking to 
much for other people, but I, I've heard it from other people. It's like, you know, yeah, the first couple of days was great. And then I just started to worry about, you know, what I needed to get done, what was piling up. You know, I used to, as a business owner, I used to be so worried about my businesses and I never truly checked out. I was checking my email. I was checking in on things. And this past vacation, I fully checked out and I have never enjoyed myself more than I did. And it, I was gone for a week and being gone for a week for me, you, I used to hate it because I could only really enjoy two, three days. And I've always told myself that I only liked going on short vacations because I didn't like to be out of my routine. But Really, it was just that I needed to make changes within myself and I was limiting not only myself but my family to shorter vacations because I couldn't handle it because I couldn't find the joy. And I will say with my son having autism, I think that there was a time that too long of a vacation was hard for him because of the change in routine. And it was something that I needed to uh, intentionally work on with him when we would be gone for a week. But now he does great. And he has no issue with being gone for a week. And I'm so glad that I pinpointed that within him. I guess what I'm trying to say is many times, you know, we adapt our lives. If you have a special needs child, you're going to adapt your life around them. But you have to know when to start building and working on that. And I'm just really glad that I did that for Vinny because he can now go away and be at total peace and know that vacation just has a different type of routine. He now finds his own routines on vacation that are good for him. But there was a time and place that it caused him a lot of anxiety. And so I wanted to just dive into anxiety. I personally feel like anxiety, I could make several episodes out of it. And just from my own experience of the downward spiral I used to go in, I used to have to take a stomach medicine every single day because a side effect of my anxiety is stomach issues. And I know that's a very common side effect for many people. And I get this like burning in my stomach and I I was on a medication, a daily medication for that. Now I'm not going to sit here and say I never ever have anxiety anymore and I still have that medication on hand at all times and I take it as needed. And I actually just experienced this um, this week. It was around, I have something very big and exciting coming uh, with work and I, I am very excited to announce it, but I, I just want to wait until it is a for sure thing. But anyway, I've, I'm, I'm working on this project right now and I started to get in my own way and the anxiety started to pick up. I couldn't focus. I found myself, I went from being in this very focused calm state to I'm I'm working on this project I'm sitting at my computer and I'm jumping all over the place I'm I'm starting to watch a training video on one thing and then I'm stopping it and I'm in a totally different section of what I'm working on and I'm jumping all over the place you know and in that moment I, I didn't identify it as this 
But before the day was over, I was able to identify it. And that is what I'm really proud of myself about is anxiety like that used to go on for days. It could go on for weeks. I catastrophize things. And so I'm sitting there jumping all over the place. I'm, my nervous system is starting to get all out of whack. And I'm, I'm just getting so overwhelmed. I'm getting all these negative thoughts of, I can't do this. Who am I to do this? I'm not good enough. All of these like negative self-beliefs that were just pouring on me. And then I had this um, teen group that I have. And it, it's not, I don't want to say that I didn't enjoy it, but I allowed this, these thoughts, these negative thoughts to carry over to this group that I have so much joy in. And, and I do think that when I walked away from my computer for the day and went to that group, that was the pivotal point for me where I started to realize what I was doing while I was sitting in front of my computer. And I did start to get myself back to this place of look at you, what you love. You love to do this with this group, this teen group. My team and I have started is just brings me so much joy to see these kids creating these bonds and the growth that they're making around goals that they're setting and everything. The group runs every eight weeks and we did an end of eight week celebration to celebrate their progress on their goals at the bowling alley. And, you know, I think what it was, I was definitely not going to bring my anxiety and, and take any joy away from my team or these kids. And so I knew I needed to check it and be present with everybody. But it, it was something I intentionally had to really do. And when I first got there, I, I was still in the state of anxiety. But as everybody started to arrive, I started to feel myself, I guess, calm down really is the best way to say it. But that night I got home and... I had plans like a date night at home with Daniel. We have a golf cart. We cruised around on the beach side in our golf cart. We each had a drink and, you know, very relaxed. We get back. Well, I start to feel at the time we left the house to get in the golf cart, I started to feel my stomach was a little off. I should have taken my medication, but I didn't. By the time Daniel served dinner, he like cooked dinner and everything. And by the time we started eating dinner, I was getting this burning in my stomach. And as I ate, I wanted to eat the dinner with him. He had like taken the time to cook dinner. The burning got worse and worse. And then I obviously ended up taking my medication, but I did that to myself. It's the whole point of me telling this particular situation. I did that to myself. It's not the situation's fault. It's nobody else's fault. I did it to myself. And I think that if we can all look at our anxiety like that, what are we responsible for in this anxiety-ridden state that we're in? And what actions can we take to ensure we don't get to this state Obviously, once you're in it, you're in it and you got to accept that you're in it. But what are you going to do to get yourself out of it first and foremost? And what can you do to prevent yourself from getting there next time? And, you know, when I was in that in front of my computer and I, you know, made a couple comments to Daniel, I'm, I'm really overwhelmed right now. I just don't know if I can do this. And I was like basically verbalizing those negative thoughts that I was having. And he said to me, Babe, do you want to take a break from that and go for a walk? 
like, what a great idea. And did I take him up on it? No. I said, I don't have time for that. What do you mean you don't have time for that? That's bullshit, Christina. He just offered you a tool and a solution and you said you don't have time for it. And I think that is a perfect example of me being a part of my own problem. And so luckily I had to stop and go to this event for my teen group and that forced me to step away. But in retrospect, I should have listened to Daniel's suggestion and gone for a walk and I probably would have felt so much better. So now I can remind myself of that when I'm feeling these feelings of overwhelm, take a break and go for a walk. Obviously, that is just one small tool skill that you can have in your pocket before you can even get to a point of applying different tools to help you manage anxiety you have to get mindful and aware that the anxiety is even happening i think most of the world lives in and i know i've touched on this before in this autopilot state and they don't even know that they're experiencing anxiety anxiety is their baseline. And that was definitely my life. I know I've touched on how chaos was my baseline and I literally would create problems. Well, that's no different with anxiety. Anxiety can be people's baseline. And so they don't even know that it's a problem. And that's when it's really bad. And that's when it's ultimately consuming your life on a regular basis, total generalized anxiety disorder, like really uh, chronic. That's a chronic state of anxiety when you don't even realize that your baseline is anxiety. It's just, I think for me, I'm, I'm really passionate about the whole idea of facing your anxiety head on and figuring out when you're going to do something about it, because I've lived in that state, there's another side of life and it's so beautiful and peaceful. And, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. It has taken me a solid two years to get to where I'm at now. That's a big reason why I'm doing this podcast. I want to be able to help people speed that process along and be as transparent as I can about the importance of getting to the root of your anxiety. And in order to do that, you have to be mindful. You have to be so self-aware throughout the day. And don't just sit there and say to yourself, well, I can't do that because I'm really anxious about it. Or oh my gosh, my mental state is, it's just wearing on me. I'm, I'm just so anxious about this or that. Well, do something about it. You are the only person that can control that state that you're in. It's nobody else's fault that you're experiencing that. Yes, do people play a part into your anxiety? Well, then don't have those people in your life. You know, like it all comes down to you are the person that has control over your own thoughts and behaviors. And until you are ready to take responsibility for all of that, you're going to stay living in the state you're in. And you know what? I don't feel bad for you because you're choosing to do that. When are you going to be tired of your own shit? That is the question you have to ask yourself. And that was where I was at when I decided to start taking the steps to doing the work and healing. I was tired of my own shit, guys. I really was. I was tired of living in the same cycle of not being able to find the joy in the simplest things. I am sitting here right now 
and I sit in the same chair every time I record an episode and I have my cup of coffee and it's a Saturday morning and I have so much to look forward to to the day. But you know what? I am finding so much joy in this moment right here, right now, because I have given myself the tools to be able to do that. That's not something that you can just wake up and say you're going to do. You have to do the work every single day to get to a place like that, to be able to find the joy in the tiniest little things. And again, it's not like I'm saying that anxiety will never come back, but don't let it down spiral. I experienced anxiety on this week, it was on Thursday, for just a chunk of of time in my day. And then I realized it and I started to de-escalate from that state I was in. And the next day I was perfectly fine. That is when you know you're in a healthy, good place. And that's where I want every one of my listeners and everybody in this world to get to. And I just feel so passionately about it. When are you going to be tired of your own shit? That's the question you really need to ask yourself. And that's what I want to wrap up with. But before I wrap up, I want everybody, if you're really serious about wanting to make a change and you've asked yourself that question, when am I going to be tired of my own shit? And if the answer is I'm tired of it now and I'm ready to start taking action, what you can do this week, maybe it's a note on your phone. I tend to, because everybody always has their phone with you. So if you can keep it all in one spot, create a note and you basically journal throughout your day. And all that needs to really be is writing down from the time you wake up, what behaviors you're engaging in. What does that look like? And then what are the thoughts that you're having as you're engaging in those behaviors? That is like key right there. So really, and you're going to have to be very, very mindful and intentional about this. And if doing it every single day isn't going to work for you, then just pick one day. But if you can commit to doing it every day, you will see patterns of behavior and that will allow you to figure out what change do you need to take in your behaviors to make that better. And this all ties to anxiety. So write that out. Don't make any changes this week. What you're basically going to do is collect some baseline data so you can figure out exactly what your regular baseline is and write all of that out from morning, your work day, if you're a stay-at-home mom, write what your day looks like. And remember, you have to write down the thoughts that you're having while you're going through that routine and then what your evening looks like as well. Next week, what I will do, because like I said, when I started this, that anxiety could be several episodes. As I've been talking about this, I'm like, no, I definitely am going to do another episode next week on anxiety. And what I'll share is the changes that I've made that have helped me in getting to this peaceful, happy place that I'm in. I hope that you all will join me on this little exercise. And I would love for people to write in and tell me any patterns that you've discovered in yourself, whether it's patterns of behavior, thought patterns that you're having. And really, guys, you got to get honest with yourself. That is the key here. Get honest with yourself. If you just want to lie to yourself, you're not ready to make these changes. Like if, oh, it's not that bad or or you're going to write down like a beautiful routine that's not really what it looks like. Well, you're just hurting yourself. You got to get honest with yourself 
And remember, in order to have lasting change, it's about building new habits, one thing at a time. If you're engaging in the same behaviors, you will get the same results. Thank you so much for listening in and sending all of your love and support my way. I love hearing how the show is helping so many people. If you would like to support the growth of the show, please feel free to donate through the link in the show notes. And if you have any ideas, suggestions, or want to be a guest on the show, you can always DM me on Instagram at knowyourselftogrowyourself or write in to me at kytgypodcast at gmail.com. Always remember, you must know yourself to grow yourself.